of place. What do I say? The power of place. And our test is from Acts 16. Right from verse 16 down to 26. Beloved, because of time, I'll just read maybe one or two passages there. And then I'll begin to explain what I mean by the power of praise. Let me start from verse 16. So that you know the genesis of the trouble of these people. And it came to pass as we went to prayer. A certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us. Which brought our masters much gain by soothsaying. You can see from that passage of the scriptures. The Bible said, Paul and Silas, they went to pray. Their business was prayer. If you remember Acts chapter 6, let's quickly go to Acts chapter 6. I want to show you something there. Verse 4. Acts chapter 6. Verse 4. It says, But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. They were dedicated to prayers and to the ministry of the word. No wonder the Holy Ghost will guide them. Go to this place. I want to be glorified there. I remember again Acts chapter 13. Let's look at verse 2. The Bible says there, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul, for the work we are on to have called them. You can see that it was their tradition in those days. Prayer, fasting, ministry of the world, and they move from one place to the other. And they got to this place. We were told that they went to pray. If they did not do anything that is contrary to the will of God, they were inside the will of God. They were inside the tenets of their ministry. The Bible said they went to pray. In the course of that, they met a damsel. That is a young girl. The Bible said that girl was possessed, was possessed with a spirit of divination. And not only that, she was being used as an ATM machine to 
to our masters. They were using her to prophesy with divination. And people will bring money. And she was not the one taking the money. The masters. They are the ones that were collecting the money and putting it in their pocket. I think we have seen things like that before. You will see along the road. Somebody will uh, have two or three people collecting money for the Ogapatapata that is hiding in one secret place. So they were using this lady for a purpose. In verse 7, the Bible said, This same lady followed Paul and Silas and started to cry, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God. We show unto her the way of salvation. Beloved, what this woman was saying, is it right or wrong? It's correct. But it's used, she was using another spirit to say the correct thing. And this she did for many days. After some time, Paul now turned to her and said to the spirit, not that girl, she, he spoke to the spirit in that girl. I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. Beloved, there was deliverance immediately. That place was turned to a deliverance ground. And the lady was liberated from the spirit of divination. But some people were not happy. Because they were using this girl as a means of getting money. There is somebody here that is listening to my voice right now. You are just like this lady. You are being used as an ATM machine to vomit money for your masters. And you are not making anything out of it. I profess that this money, your deliverance will manifest. Let your amen be loud and clear. This lady did not fight you. In verse 19, we were told. We were told. And when our master saw that the hope of their gains was gone, that was the offense of Paul and Silas. Where they were making money. Somebody used prayer to just cut it. And they now turned against them. Uh, this is where we have been making small, small chop now. You have finished us. And we are going to deal with you. They turned against him. I pray for somebody here. Anybody that is turning against you, saying you have blocked the source of our income, I prophesy, they shall be disgraced in the name of Jesus. Let your amen be loud and clear. They cut Paul and Silas and they drew them onto the marketplace onto the rulers. They say, you these people, you have created trouble for us. Just like what they told the apostles. 
I say you have turned the world upside down. Beloved, at times when you are doing something in the will of God, people will say you have turned the world upside down. I remember some 11 years ago, I was in a place and people were fighting me. Some people wrote petition against me. And my God said, Leave there. Leave there. Come. Come and walk with me. Leave them with their troubles. And they withdrew me. They sent another person there. That person started to play ball with them. Started to compromise with them. Before you know it, that man that replaced me was poisoned. He nearly died. They brought him to UCH until God delivered him. After 11 years, those who were behind that trouble just two weeks ago, they were looking for me. And they said they wanted to do restitution for me. I said, what have you done? Ah, I said, Pastor, it's more than that. 11 years. I prophesy. May God vindicate you. That amen is not loud at all. No. I said, 11 years. God vindicated after 11 years. I prophesy concerning somebody here that God will vindicate you. God will vindicate you. In the mighty name. I told the woman. I said, Madam, you have helped me. You have not hurt me. All the evil that you did today was what led to my promotion. I said, why should I be angry against you? Why should I not forgive you? I say, I'm forgiving you. I'm forgiving you. I pray for somebody. May God vindicate you. Some of you, you don't even understand the prayer. I say, may God vindicate you. I said, may God vindicate you. Beloved, Paul and Silas were arrested. What did they do? They have not done anything that is wrong. But because they were blocking how they are getting money. I know of some pastors that some people, they hated them in the church of God. Not for doing anything that is wrong. What they did is that they have projects. They can see what they are doing, what they are using the money of the church to do, to construct. Amen. And they say, eh, show Girilla again. That's what they will say. Eh, I got one for you, church. Show Girilla again. Amen. Amen. God will vindicate you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Paul and Silas were vindicated. They were brought before the magistrates and they laid all charges before them. And they condemned them. They put them in the prison. Beloved, not only in the prison, they kept them in the prison of prisons. 
The prison of prisons. Look at what was written in verse 23. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison. You can see that there is a prison. There is an inner prison. I pray for somebody here. Anyone that has kept you in the inner prison will replace you there in the name of Jesus. Let your amen be loud and clear. Any power that has kept you in the inner prison shall be wasted in the name of Jesus. And look at where we are going. In verse 25. The Bible says there, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. They did not stop there. And sang praises unto God. And the prisoners had them. That's where we are going. Beloved, God can vindicate you. God can fight for you. You have prayed. But have you moved forward a bit? The Bible said they sang praises. Unto God. Not quietly. Oh. The prisoners had them. Everybody knew that they were singing praises to God. They were not ashamed to sing, yo. They were not compromising, no. You know, there are some songs. One day somebody called my attention to one song. And it's the favorite song of our governor in those states. In Ogun State. Amen. The man will say, A ransom, I tell you, fair. Is it a good song? Sure, eh? But do you see, do you hear the name of Jesus there? Eh? You will not hear the name of Jesus there. The song that we had, that they will hear the name of Jesus. That man cannot sing it. Because he's a registered Ogoni man. He's <laughs> a registered Ogoni man. He's a crank Ogoni man. And he doesn't play with it. Everybody knows. When you see him, he will what they call Pakaja. Huh? So the kind of song that he'll be singing is the one that he will never mention the name of Jesus. Is that the kind of song that you also sing? They are good songs. But are they glorifying Jesus? By the time you begin to sing this morning, your own song will glorify Jesus. I say your own song will glorify Jesus. I told you. I said I want to just briefly talk to you about the power of praise. Let me just mention one or two of them. Because I don't want us to spend a lot of time on it. Number one, praise 
is a divine commandment. What Paul and Silas were doing, or what they did, is an obedience to divine commandment from heaven. All of us, without any exception, we were created to praise God. That's the purpose of our being alive on this planet Earth. All things that are created, they are created to give praise to God. So the commandment that God has given to them is to praise God. So you have a commandment from God to praise God. It's a compulsory commandment that you must praise God. Anytime you wake up in the morning like this and you lift up your hand and you can lift it up, praise God. You lift your leg, you can lift it up, praise God. You open your eyes, you can see, praise God. You can go to the toilet, praise God. You can release some gas, yes, praise God. You can do. Make sure you are praising God because it's a divine commandment. Well, let me tell you one thing. Even if you cannot do all these things, you cannot lift up your hand, you cannot lift up your leg, you cannot even eat. But as long as you can just mutter one or two things out of your mouth, use it to praise God. Stop complaining. No, stop complaining. We know that things are hard with you. But instead of complaining, be praising God. The Bible told us about the people of Israel that because they murmured, they were destroyed in the wilderness. Beloved, God hates murmuring and loves us to obey the commandment of praising Him. So the number one thing you need to do is to know that praise is a divine commandment. Number two, praise is our is the expression of our adoration to God. It's our is the expression of our adoration for God. It's showing that we adore him. When you love somebody, you, that person will know. If you look at John chapter 3 verse 16, the Bible says, for God so loved the world, what follows? What follows? For God so loved the world. Huh? That, that he gave. That's what I want to hear. When you love, you will give. When you love, you, that, that love will be expressed. You will know that you love somebody. If you don't love somebody, you cannot express it to him. But, you know, when God loves, he shows. When you love God, you will show it to him. So praise is our expression of adoration for God. That God, I love you. God, I celebrate God, you are wonderful. God, you are glorious. Beloved, have you ever escaped from something that seems impossible before? 
and suddenly song just came out of your mouth. At times it's a song that you have never sang before. If you have never been in such a situation, I pray for you that what you make you to sing songs of praise that is coming from nowhere. God will give it to you in the name of Jesus. Number three, praise is the expression of our fear for God. When you say you fear God, we will know. We will know. You cannot just say, I fear God. No. And you are just saying it with your mouth. How do, you, how do we know that you fear God? When people are singing and celebrating Jesus, you are just looking at them. Just looking at them. Somebody said, proud people don't dance. They don't dance. They're just looking at everybody. Like that. What is making them to be excited? Say, that they are dancing. Eh? What is making them to be excited? You remember David? He just threw his agbada away. And he started to dance. Look at that crazy wife somewhere. Now look at him. Say, why are you behaving like garage boy like this? It's because she doesn't fear God. She doesn't have any respect for the God that David was praising. When you fear God, we will know it. You will know it. You will fear him by praising him. You will fear him by praising him. You will wake up and you begin to celebrate him. Number four, praise is our demonstration of humility before God. Humble yourself before God that He may exalt you in due time. Beloved, anybody can say, I'm a humble man. You know I'm humble. We don't know. We don't know. Until you begin to manifest it, until you begin to see the fruit of humility. You humble people will bow before God. Ask some people to ask some people to kneel down on this other. Look at this place like this. For me, me to come and kneel down on altar like this. This man is not serious. Maybe it's an illiterate. How can I come and be kneeling on this uh, kind of altar like this? I cannot do that. That's how we know humble people. I know one man. When they brought him inside one of our churches. In those days, we used to use this long bench like this. No backrest My brother, are you listening to what I'm saying? No backrest. Because of the problem that he had, he sat down there. Say, ah, he now has from somebody. He said, ah, people sitting down in a church like this. Before you know it, he bought some plastic chairs for the church. Because he cannot afford to be sitting down on a wooden bench. But it's because of the problem that he had that brought him to the church of God. I know of some people. They cannot sit on plastic chairs like this. For 10 minutes. 
will be adjusting their bum bum like this. They will be adjusting like this. How is he not paining these people? You know, you know the kind of chair they used to sit Very soft and succulent. That is very comfortable for them. But you know, nobody comes to MFM by his own volition. God brings people into heaven. How many of you believe that? Have so by force, by fire, he's got to sit down. Beloved, when you fear God, you humble yourself before you'll be praising Him. Number five, praise is the expression of our obedience to God. Praise is the expression of our obedience to God. When you begin to praise God, you are saying, I'm obeying you, God. And the Bible says, those who are obedient and they, they follow the commandments of the law, they are the ones that will eat the fruits of the land. If you are willing, if you are willing, I'm obedient. He shall eat the fruit of the land. You are demonstrating obedience to God. You are saying, God, you have spoken. And I'm obeying you. I'm not querying you. There was a year, January 1. And we just finished the crossover service like this. And we were dancing, everybody were rejoicing. Somebody just walked up to us. Say, what is making you to be excited? What will not make us to be excited? He said, I don't see anything that will make me excited to be dancing like this. Say, for the last past year. He said, there is no single testimony for him. for him. God knows him. That's why he will not give you a testimony. Because he's an ingrate. The mere fact that you can wake up like this is an indication that you should praise God. I shared this testimony with some of you before. There was a sister. She cannot defecate. And they were about to operate her in the theater. And she has been in the hospital for several days. As they were entering into the theater, like this, suddenly the doctor had some smell around. Did any one of you release any gas? Into the air? And so the, all of them say, No, no. All the nurses and uh, the assistant. The lady that they wanted to operate upon now said, He's the one that released the gas. And they said, You release this gas. Said there's no need for this operation. Again. The fact that you are able to release this gas is an indication that we will soon defecate. And that's how they took her out of the theater. The operation was not carried. And she was okay from that moment. Some of you, interpreters, when the, when the pastor said, Power! And just come out and The interpreter, some of them will nearly run away. Amen. It's a sign of good living. It's a sign that you are still alive. Hallelujah. 
How many of you are grateful that you can still release on that? You can still go to the toilet on your own. You can wave your hand. You can lift your leg. You can sing and you can dance. I remember one of my sisters used this. Whenever she talks like this, you will think that you are listening to a masquerade. So when we now get to church, and she will begin to sing, I will just walk to her. I say, Sister Alagbanja, look, your voice is not sweet. Even if you, if people are not complaining, you yourself, you should know now. You are singing like a masquerade. <laughs> she will look at me like this. Say, but that's Timmy. Am I singing to you? That's when I now stop <laughs> I will not embarrass her again. With that voice of a masquerade. She's singing to God. And God is accepting it. Beloved, many of us we have sonorous voices here. To sing like this. They have to push you, push you, push you. Push you. To join choir. You, you will find 1,001 excuses not to join them. Uh, I don't have a job. Uh, where will I get uniform? Ah, all those people, they are very comfortable. They have like four or five uniforms. That's where you want me to go and join them. That choir is like a cult. It's like a cult. It's like a cult. Ah, to penetrate into them is like this. I don't want that kind of thing. And you will sit down there. And little by little, that grace God is removing it from you. Removing it from you. And somebody will say, But you used to sing before. It appears you said you wanted to release an album before. Every time she wakes up before, something will be singing in her ears. And she'll be writing it down. And she'll be singing. People will say, Ah, ah. You are so gifted like this, but she will not use it. The Bible says, receiving not the grace of God in vain. You have received that grace to praise Him, but you never praise Him. Beloved, whether your voice is like a masquerade, whether, whether your voice is like a masquerade, or it's like nightingale, use it to praise God. Who cares? Whether you are singing like masquerade before the presence of the living God, He wants to hear your voice. He is the one that created you. He doesn't care what, whatever voice you want to use. Alto, tenor, basso, or whatever. He doesn't care. Just praise Him. Praise Him. To demonstrate your obedience to Him. To demonstrate your humility before Him. To demonstrate your fear for God. To demonstrate your compliance with the commandment of God. Somebody said, people that submit to the commandment of God, they are the ones that will be, become commanders. Those who submit to the commandments will end up as commanders. I pray for somebody here. You will not end up as sleepers on the ground. Those who cannot praise God, 
they will end up like slippers on the ground. You cannot carry God on your head. And they will be kicking you with his feet like this. When you celebrate God, he will celebrate him. He will celebrate him. How can somebody celebrate me now? And I will not celebrate him. But if you are the one that loves to put me down, what is so special about you? That's somebody talking to his pastor like that too. How will I celebrate such a fellow? Even God will never promote his enemy. He will promote those who promote him. That's, that's the secret. And I want you to celebrate God. I want you to give you some few minutes now. Can you rise up on your feet? And begin to celebrate him. Nobody will lead you. If you like sing. If you like dance. If you like roll. If you like jump. If you like clap your hand. Whatever you want to do. Just make sure you are praising God. Just make sure you are praising God. This is the moment of praising. This is the moment of praising. This is the moment of praising. Worship the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh my soul. And forget not all that he has done for you. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Worship the Lord. 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 Bless him. 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 Oh my soul. And all that is within him, bless Worship him. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that is within him, bless
against the children of Ammon Moab and Manzea which were come against Judah and they were smitten. I prophesy concerning those who have praised God this morning that every battle every conspiracy every opposition Status. I did, I knew it. 
laws of finance. Laws of influence in the church in the family. Yes, sir. 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 Y
Yeah. <laughs> 